welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Guyan and Gabby here Episode again. three. AFW Files. Um, good to have you. Who's our star today, Gash? We've got from the Gold Coast Suns, one of their inaugural marquees, Ali Hampton. Oh, what a legend. Great chat. Can't wait to hear it. Absolutely. Non-negotiables. What are we talking? Oh, well, we're about to roll into them, but we've got injuries, pre-season, practice matches. Practice matches. State final Ooh. in the Queensland. Um, list confirmation, but... Let's roll into it, I say. Let's do it. Non-negotiables, here we come. Oh, here we are. What are we, week seven of the pre-season? The hard work's done, I reckon. We've just got to fine-tune now. Mm, I agree. I agree. The sets of aerobic conditioning have dropped. Congratulations. Well done, girls. You made it. Um, and now we're on to the fun part. Yeah. A bit more footy. Fracking matches. Oh, how good are fracking matches? We love them. And we were talking about this this week. The mm. first real time you actually get to see the strength of an AFLW side yes. is in the fracking matches. Yes. Because everything could change. Yeah. You can be a full forward playing at centre half back. You could be a midfielder who's now a small mm. forward. Yeah. And you're rolling through the whole list. So mm. if you're a player, you really want to make the most of your minutes, particularly if you're like in and out of the, the 21, you're your time to show. Mm. Non-negotiable this week for players. Mm. Make the most of your practice <laughs> matches and you match them. Yes. Got impressed. Yes. On the park. Get your name on the board, basically. Mm-hmm. Speaking of names who are on the board and girls who've been scratched out, unfortunately. Oh, on the wrong board, aren't they? Yeah. On the injury list, there's been a number of high-profile and also long-term injuries that mm. have happened. Um, poor Eliza McNamara from the Demons. That's huge, that injury, though. That massive circumstance. Yeah. And a massive, like, tricky circumstance. Mm. Just an, an unfortunate accident. Oh, absolute freak accident. Um, and, you know, there's not much you can do to prevent that. Mm. But, but she's been around the club she's back on the the ground just getting around the girls so that's awesome what a great indication of what a club and what a club the demons are yeah that she wants to come back you know her character and then she wants to come back to the girls and the girls have been getting around her yeah um fresh or at least fresh from when we recorded this (laughs) but this will be released tomorrow so (laughs) fresh fresh. poor bell smith yeah young star it's always hard seeing the young ones. It is. Yeah. Um, did an ACL and MCL on the weekend. Match sim. Match sim. Mm-hmm. Um, poor girl. Um, she's an absolute talent. We've seen her mm-hmm. shred up from Maroochydore in yeah, the Coffle W. And the word is that she was tearing up the preseason too. So, so uh, I guess, you know, sympathies are with her. And, yeah. But she's been around the club as well. Yeah. So, once again, strong culture and strong character to, to mm-hmm. get – um, around, you know, clubs, even if you've got injuries. Um, out in the West. Yeah, interesting. The the car with the ha- hamstring. Mm, car Antonio with hamstring surgery. Yeah. Um, ruled out for the indefinite future. Yeah. Um, senior player. Experienced previous captain. 
big, big personality within the Fremantle group. Mm. Um, we'll have to see how they yeah. adjust to that. I reckon she might even go into some sort of coaching right. role. So I'm just going to put that out there. So see if it happens, the... you can thank me later. Yeah, we'll see her on the line. Yeah, see her on the line or even on the bench. Mm, and it, yeah. yeah, no, awesome, awesome. And, well, you know, less awesome for the Suns. Uh, Poor Alana G. Yeah. Two Queenslanders. Yeah, the first Queensland pick. So we were hyping her up a couple of weeks ago too. So, yeah, back injury, they'll want to play that one very, very safe. So And stress injury as yeah. well. And we'll talk a bit more about stress injuries yeah. with our guest, Ellie. Yeah. Um, it seems to be a bit of a common theme. Female football and we're still stressy. Yeah, might need a little bit more investigation. Mm. Um, and finally, uh, it's a bit old news, but... Alice Mitchell is also out for Sydney. Yeah. Um, did her ACL really early on in their preseason, and there's been a top up player brought in for her. But, you know, this is the time of preseason where you see this sort of stuff yeah, happening. It's, um, it's bound to happen, and it's always sad, but mm -hmm. I guess you just got to put one foot in front of the other, no yeah. matter if you're playing or if you are injured. And fingers crossed, touching my dining table wood that in these cracking matches coming up that everyone gets through well and safely. Hopefully we get to round three mm. without us needing to talk too much about injuries. injuries. Yeah, it's always a bit of a downer, isn't it? <sighs> but let's just bring it back up. Let's talk about these practice matches, oh, these matchups. We're yeah. very excited. Yeah. Um, Gold Coast, Geelong, up here on the coast. Oh. I think it's going to be a cracking game. Yeah. It's going to be an absolutely cracking game. The field behind Metricon, <laughs> just... It's going to be like local football, but at the elite standard. At an absolute elite standard. <laughs> yeah. With no grandstand. No, so you'll be standing around the fence. So I just want to make sure I can get onto my hot chippies. But yeah. Might <laughs> take some team. marks in the crowd. Yeah. It'll yeah. be outstanding. Um, yeah. It'll be great to have Geelong up here. Who do you reckon will get up? Uh, I. It's hard. You know it's what? so hard. They could be doing like six quarter. Are they mm. allowed to do that? No, official cracking matches are official. They're oh. full time. Yeah. And they're going to get through a full list with. No, no, no. Know. These are like selected. Oh, 22. selected. Yeah. My bad, everyone. Yeah. Come on, Gabby. Keep up. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. So they've been doing unofficial cracky scratchies. Yes. So there's a couple that are going around. Yep. Um, we've heard whispers of a yep. Lions-Suns game. Yep. Obviously, we're in Queensland, so those yep. whispers are pretty easy to listen <laughs> to. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure in Melbourne, there'll be a few going around. Yep. I'd imagine Port and Adelaide will yep. be playing each other and West Coast and Freo. Sydney Giant, maybe? Who knows? Well, um, not sure about that, yeah. but there'll be a few matches coming up. Yep. Um, and it's, we talk about this, it's the first chance to see AFL women's teams um, for the first time. Particularly these expansion clubs, I think there'll be a lot of focus on how they'll play, actually. Mm. So what they'll do. Speaking a bit more about these expansion mm. clubs, how who's your pick? Who's your pick of the expansion sides? Oh, I'll be between Port and um, Essendon yeah. in my eyes. Why do you say that? Uh, they've just... Offence, definitely not to Hawthorne and Sydney. They've just gone about it in a different way. Um, they're going foundation first mm. and building a strong culture and developing, whereas Essendon and Port are coming into the competition looking for success right away, looking yeah. for, um, yeah, 
won games and finals and flags, basically. Yeah. Um, so... Funny you mentioned both those mm. sides. They play in their pracky match. Oh, God, I'm good. <laughs> you just had a feeling, didn't you? Yeah, they yeah. play out of the hangar in Essendon, 11 a.m., early start. Mm. Um, gee, that flight for Port Adelaide, that's a nice 6 a.m. arrival. Oh, um, I would say, no, you know what? I'm going to say day before. Day before? Day before, right. for sure, yeah. Okay, so... Yeah. Um, Port Adelaide will be playing Essendon at the Hangar on the 13th of August, so yeah. you can go out and get around that, and it'll be a good indicator to see how those teams are going. They're going to fill each other out for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think there'll be a little bit of, hopefully the coach leaves some notes on the board. Yeah, <laughs> the for other, sure. Yeah. Play a couple of players in yeah. positions they uh, are unfamiliar. going to be yeah. playing during the season. Um, you know, the other, the other pracky match that kind of, sparks my eyes i guess um they'll be interesting to watch is on the sunday 11 a.m again um richmond and hawthorne real litmus test for hawthorne um against richmond it'll be good indicator to see where they're at i'm gonna go out on a limb i think richmond will get get the chocolates mm. um simply they've got those like mon conti through the middle that's, that's always a super difficult matchup mm. Maybe down the ends there'll be a bit of a bit more of a contest, but the ball starts in the middle. So, mm. no, you know what? Actually, I'm keen to see it. You're right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Hawthorne go about it. Whether they look to shut down and play mm. defensive. No, no, they're going to try everything. Yeah. During the season, they might be defensive, but they've right. got to also test their forward structures. You know, their yeah. attacking. Um, yeah, basically, we're just super excited to, <laughs> yeah. to watch it unfold, aren't we? Absolutely. Um, I guess the other footy news that's happening, mm. a lot of the state, not a lot of the state leagues, every state league apart from, um, sorry, New South Wales, <laughs> AFL Sydney, they do still have a few rounds to go. But in Queensland, we're very excited because the Quaffle W final yeah. It's coming up. Yeah. Bit of a sore point. Yeah, I'm not going to say no. I'll get over it. So yeah, Southport got up against Bond in the preliminary final. Full credit to them. That was <laughs> very <laughs> difficult for you. No, no, no. Um, obviously, like played in it for Bond, um, but it'll be a cracking contest between mm. Southport and UQ. Battle of Poppy Bolts versus Steph O'Brien. Ah, oh, real, real battle in the middle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was thinking, I've been thinking. Trouble. Do a lot of thinking. <laughs> Trouble. I am interested to see how the depth of each list holds up. Mm. So that 15 to 21, your interchange basically, um, whether they can play a major role in winning. What would you say, who do you think has the best depth? Where's a bit you're wrong, it's a big ground. Um, it's wide. Yeah. Oh, that that's a million dollar question. It is, it? it is, it is. <laughs> well, I personally I think that UQ structures wise, yeah. I think they've got a really well um, honed, like drilled side yeah. who when challenged go to structure. Yep. Rather than go to say physicality, physicality or yep. trying to find an edge. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see that compared to Southport, who will go to physicality and try to keep the ball in the contest mm -hmm. and then go long to their tall forwards 
um, and their smalls. And let's just mention the star power that Southport mm. do have forward. Darcy Davies. Um, 15. Absolute seven gun. Seven, not <laughs> Six was nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tallest out of her um, age group from the AFL yep. Academy. Um, Good, contested, strong forward mark, which is a rare egg still in women's football. So, Absolutely. And we saw it on the weekend. She just scored. takes yeah. everything. Yeah. Nah. And then you've also got then the small forward option of Caitlin Miller. Yeah. Who's just feeding at her feet and can snap the ball mm. from wherever. Um, Be interesting for heading for UQ. Yes. It's all full black. She's been informed too. It'll be a great contest. It's going to be an awesome contest between yeah. the two. Um, and it's just going to be who can outlast the pressure of the other team. Yeah. Who are you got your money on? Um, I'm going to say UQ, yeah. um, and I'm going to say UQ by 13. 13. Who, what about you? Um, we went and saw them play. We did. Remember, we are fully enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's come to a bit of a realisation after yeah. one of our games. Um, UQ was playing Southport mm. at UQ, and UQ got up. They did get up. They did get up. And I think in that game, what really stood out to me is, yeah, as you said, a lot more structure for UQ. But if Southport can get their their marquee, their, their fire players firing and UQ can't shut it down, I'll give it to Southport. But I think the smart decision, the decision with my head would be UQ by 26. 26? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that would make them back-to-back if we're yeah. both right, um, which would be... Great big, for them, annoying for everyone else. <laughs> really annoying for everyone else, but it would be great success yeah. for UQ. So that's 1pm, mm-hmm. uh, Clutch TV. Yeah. It's going to be streamed. Yeah. So if you want to watch some Queensland footy yeah. and see what we talk about and why yeah. we talk about it, yeah. um, go and have a look. It's 1pm. And then if you want to watch the Rezies game. Yeah, the Rezies, 10.40. 10.40, Bond v Southport, Gold Coast derby, um, prelim final, Southport got up quite convincingly. Yeah. They've been back and forth a bit all year, Southport yeah. and Bond, both Rezies and um, seniors. So that will be a cracking contest as well. Also Extreme. live on Clutch. Absolutely. Yeah. How good. Final little thing. Mm-hmm. We're talking lists. Yes. Confirmation yes. comes up on the 23rd of August. And we yes. started our non-negotiables by talking about the long-term injuries mm. that have happened already this preseason. Mm. Well, this is where if you're a train on, you want to be looking good mm. um, so that you can get your name on, on the list. list. And we've seen in previous seasons, those that have been trained on have been rewarded. Like mm-hmm. Shannon Dankert from Gold Coast Suns comes to mind and she definitely made the most of her opportunity as a train on. Got a few starts yeah. uh, last season. Um, so there's opportunities there for the depth that we mm. have across Australia before that list confirmation comes in um, to, to try to find their way on if there yeah. are girls who've been inactive. I guess a little bit of Suns chat means yeah. we've got to introduce our guest. Yes. An inaugural signing for the Gold Coast Suns. Big name. We've got a big name. <laughs> Ellie Hampson. Um, she is coming on to chat all things Suns footy and to talk us about how her preseason's mm, been going. It's a really, really, really good chat. She just completely took the mic, opened up, and we couldn't have 
Greater than, more higher. Absolutely. So here you go, Ellie. Um, coming Take it up. away. Alrighty, star of the show time. Welcome to uh, it's kind of a studio, not really. <laughs> Ellie Hampson, welcome to Dining Table. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me. Um, oh, yeah, really excited. Really excited. Nah, um, it's our pleasure, really. Um, I think Gabby, you've got a question to ask, don't you? Yeah, love to start with the hinge props. Gonna throw it out, throw it out at you. What do you geek out on? Um, I actually love magic, like super weird. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I love a good card trick, like any trick, but cards are my thing, probably years six, seven, or oh, Yeah, yeah, on the YouTube every day after every school, day. In, in between school and training, quickly, like one trick a day at least. Like at lunchtime, just like oh, dealing yeah. out yeah, cards. Yeah, there was, there was about me and two other boys and we, we just thought, like, we just went ham every day, bang, bang. Um, yeah, so That's definitely still carry that now, yeah. How yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that like, kid, yeah. oh okay, nice. Yeah, nice, nice. Like, you go to a party, it's like, so... Want to see my trick? <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only line. Yeah, that's the line. So I was not expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> that's outstanding. Nah, yeah, it's a, yeah. Every, yeah. It has to be in every single footy bag, deck of cards. Really? Sure. Yeah. Even on game day. Oh, hundred percent. Like literally, don't like it's in my footy bag. There is a pack of cards that just sit in my footy bag. That's outstanding. That's yeah. a scoop. And one in my locker as well. So really? Just, yeah, yeah, you gotta have them everywhere. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait to see. Yeah. Well, you never know when the power's gonna turn off and you're locked, <laughs> you're locked in and you just gotta go. All right, girls, sit around. Let's go. Let's, let's go. do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. So <laughs> many questions that I want to ask about that. But I think we've got to kind of talk footy first and we'll go back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk. So you were um, just talking about year six and seven. So where'd you grow up? Talk about like kind of that journey and how'd you find footy? Yeah, yeah. So I was born originally in Mount Isa, which is like middle of nowhere, Queensland. Mm. Um at about four or five years old, moved to Townsville and then, yeah, grew up there from five till I moved here to the Gold Coast in 2019. I was living there. Um, played soccer the most part of um, my childhood till I was about 15. Um, then the changeover to footy kind of happened. So AFL is not typically a sport people get around up in Townsville. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's known, yeah, known to be like, yeah, the, the sport that's kind of chucked down the back and you, you made fun of for playing. But at the time, women's footy was kind of shooting through the roof and lots was happening with it. And I was lucky to have Kath Newman up there, who's a part of the Suns program, and she used to teach at my school. So um, through her sister that still teaches at my school, they kind of teed me up to have a crack at footy. And, yeah, played up in a carnival up in Cairns, just a random fill-in. I actually played with Poppy Bolts, Grace Perry, a couple of girls that are now down on the coast playing in the Quaffle Um so, yeah, went up there, made a side, and then, yeah, from then on, just started the transition to footy. Still played soccer for another year, and then after that one, pretty much went, um, nah, I, I like footy. <laughs> I like like the um, grant of it and something different, something new, and something very supported in the women's field. So there was so much, um, I guess, like funding and support in the academy to, you know, fly down to the Gold Coast a lot, went down to Melbourne, and, yeah, went over to Perth. There was just a lot happening and very supportive and, and I felt very believed in in the AFL field. Um, yeah. So I transitioned into that and then, yeah, went through through the academy programs, through the Suns Academy into the Queensland Academy, played with a bunch of now AFLW players, Quaffle players, and 
um, yeah, no, yeah, it's been a journey and it's, it's crazy to see how far we've all come, um, you know, like coming through in my age, like, so like Lily Poss, Belle Doors, Serene Watson, um, Charlotte Hammonds, myself, Katara, there was, there was a good, I'm pretty sure 11 or 12 of us got drafted that year, um, just from that one state side and yeah, and even before that, Jade Ellinger, Nat Grider, who's now vice captain of Brizzy, yeah. um, you know, yeah, we've just had, had a lot come through and it, yeah, it's just been, yeah, a good Good little process and the academy definitely built a strong foundation for all my friendships I still hold with all those girls now. Yeah, so are you close with those girls now? Like, um, you know, have you maintained those friendships? Yeah, yeah, definitely. The most part, um, you know, when I came in, I was 16 in the under 18 side, 15 turning 16. And yeah, that was a bit of a, a touch and go year. Gemma Abbott actually moved up to Rocky. She floats around a bit. I think she's come back down. So she was probably one of the older girls we were friends with at the time. But Within that, I grew really close to Jade Ellinger and Nat Grider. Um, they're probably my through and throughs now. And then, you know, Serene and um, Kindy, a lot of the other girls that came through I'm with at the Suns. But I, I wouldn't say any of those friendships have, have depleted at all. You know, I still keep in contact with everyone at the Lions, whether that's, you know, going up. I was up there for a birthday two weeks ago um, with all of them. And then all the Suns girls, obviously, we see each other every second day. So... No, nah, literally, I couldn't think of any of those friendships that have kind of ended badly or ended at all. Um, if, I, if I'm around any of them, we're, we're getting a coffee or if I'm in Melbourne and someone down there is there, we're getting a coffee. It's just, yeah, it's something that really built a strong foundation for, I guess, the whole of the AFL women's. Like we, across the board, everyone's quite connected, um, especially up in Queensland. We're, we're very, very close. And no matter how much we hate each other when we're on the park, like the mad, <laughs> mad rivalry, yeah. still want to kill them, but... Off the field, like, there's just a fun... We're all a fun bunch of girls and we're all mates. So, yeah, it's just really fun. And no one else that I'd rather go to the Burley Pub with than Jade. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah. Trouble. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Outstanding. Well, like, that collegiality is something that I really think is... I mean, is it unique? I think it's unique for women's footy. That's what I... It does seem like it's a small world. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. There's a, few, there's a few of you getting around. And definitely with the interstate movements, I feel like you're going to start having friends all over the country. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, especially, yeah, with our trade period this year now, I'm, you know, got some houses to stay out down in Adelaide, that's for sure. And, yeah. Um, and, and around the country, like, we're, we're really starting to turn into a bit of business and an industry and, yeah, we're going everywhere. So, um, it, yeah, it really feels like no matter where I would go now, there'd be some form of friendship that footy created um, that's built outside of that but but all started from footy that, yeah, I'd, you know, stay at the house and if they wanted me there in the road, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, we got to venture the road yeah, again. the roads are back on. <laughs> Much Ellie, like, so, like, you're keen about this, oh, right? You were just yeah. talking to us about how much you rate the roads. Just wouldn't have plugged out there. <laughs> no, that's all. We're into it now. Kidding. No. She was actually keen. As soon actually, as I heard about the robes, I was like, couldn't, sit, couldn't wait to see what colour it was. <laughs> yeah, well, we got the nice blue one out, so guess we're blue, yeah. we wear red. Yeah, we got a couple of little things going on. So, yeah, we're really happy to have you. And um, you're just talking about your, I guess, journey all the way through. It's probably unique to girls who are coming through right now because, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you – were part of that expansion year for Queensland. So do you want to talk us through your draft experience? Because we yeah. like to kind of talk through everyone's draft experience and see, because it's changed so yeah, much. It is, yeah, it is. Yeah. Season one to now. So, yeah, yeah talk us through your um, experience. <clears throat> yeah, I guess the experience for me was quite different to a lot of the other girls in that year. I was signed um, February the 8th, actually, my birthday of 2019. Um, so turned 18, got signed. Um and then, you know, we had the whole year of under-18s footy to play before anyone else was drafted. So I guess 
you know, it could have gone one or two ways. It could have pressure could have gone to the head. Um, you know, it could have could have taken that away, stopped working hard, and had a pretty shocking year of footy. Or or it could have went um, back to work, and now the grind really started. And I guess that's the way I tried to go about it. Um, went through, tried to have quite a successful under 18s campaign, and and really put that behind me. I was lucky enough to not have the pressure of the draft. Um, so um, yeah, you can look at it that way, or you can look at it as the pressure of being a pre-listing, so people know you're there, and and you can be spoken about as, oh, how did she get a pre-listing, or yeah. or oh wow, like wow, they're lucky. So I guess um, I had to write my own story in that, and I really wanted to be the player that was like, yeah, right, that they did well to pre-list her, rather than as if she got pre-listed kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's a mindset I tried to take into it, and and just I was super super fortunate to get listed early. Um, yeah, so the other girls they had a great great experience through the draft, and and it was really exciting times for them. And definitely at the time I was like, oh, that would have been nice to go there, but you know I wouldn't wish my journey any different because oh, yeah, I was lucky enough to have that year where um, we won the premiership at Cooparoo actually. Yeah. Um, eighteens, um, under eighteens, our Queensland team wasn't super successful on the park, but like I said, the friendships we created and. Um, so we put some good footy together and we had some really great players on that team. So, um, yeah, I was lucky enough to go through that and have a, have a good um, carnival. And then, yeah, in, into, into the next season um, with the Suns was pretty exciting seeing all my best mates get drafted, whether that was to, you know, North, Brisbane, Gold Coast. Um, I was pretty lucky to be able to stand back and watch that without the weight of my shoulders of hoping to get drafted myself. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't wish it was any different. Um, yeah, I look back in hindsight and I feel myself very lucky that I was able to go through that way. Yeah. I've just got a question on that. Like, So you've got the pre-listing and then you said you've got the under-18s. Championships, like, back it up. Um, how much contact did you have with the club in that time? Yeah, so, yeah, it was, it was pretty pretty much like you. I got signed, got a couple of photos, and then they're like, all right, we're going to leave you to have your year. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there wasn't too much communication through that. Um, yeah. There was always the support and the the well done, good game, we're watching kind of thing, but yeah. it, was, it was never any expectations or extra pressure from the Suns at all. Okay. It, yeah, it was very much like, congratulations, here's your jersey, um, we'll, see you, we'll see you in a couple yeah. of months when preseason's time to go. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that, what a unique experience. Like, you know, we yeah. talk about pre-listings and stuff. I mean, that whole experience probably, not probably, unless we get Tasmania into <laughs> the AMLW. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it won't happen again. Yeah. Like that's so interesting to hear um, how you went through that and that mentality as well and that mindset because um, <clears throat> obviously I know like, you know, you've had a couple of, I guess, injury things that have happened across the past couple of years. Do you think that mindset of I'm going to kind of write my own story and make sure that, you know, with my kind of time, I make sure that I do what I want to do and, and write my own story has that kept you as successful as you have been like all the way through? Do you think that's got you to where you are now? Yeah, definitely. And like, I wouldn't name it success yet, but hopefully that's something that comes, but it, it's definitely been um, a pillar to my journey. Like the, the whole mindset of trying to block out the outside noise and, and what, like everything else that people are saying or could be saying um, has definitely been, yeah, a massive factor on my mindset now. So um, I guess like I take into account like if I want this to be the end of my story or a part of it in most things that happen in my career whether that be an injury a comment a game a, um you know a, yeah a, a conversation whether whatever that is it's kind of yeah it definitely changed my mindset going forward like do, do I want to end my story here at being an 18 pre-listing or or do I want to turn this into a story that goes for the next 12 years to 
a girl that was the first player at, at the Gold Coast Suns and, and has turned into this or, mm. or just the first player that was ever yeah. at the Gold Coast Suns. So, yeah, um, yeah I guess that, that turns into everything I do. Like, it, it, do I want this to be the end or, like, you know, the work doesn't stop? Like, we've got to keep keep going, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Sorry that's to get it. all, like, motivation. No, that's, that's <laughs> no actually, like, I hate making people touch on injuries because obviously it's not the best time. Yeah. But, like, for people that don't know you too well or, like, are unsure of your background, just talk us, like, through injuries really quickly yeah yeah so briefly um under 18s year had a bit of a stress reaction in my shin um played through that through the um under 18s and then a bit into the quap- uh, well finished the quaffle season with it turned out to be a bit more serious than we thought so i had a bit of a stressy in my left shin got through the preseason, rehabbed it um didn't didn't do any of the preseason, just rehabbed it um came back two weeks before games did my ankle missed the first game and then went in really underprepared to that first season had a Put some pretty shocking performances on the park. Just wasn't there mentally or physically. Um, just without, yeah, without the preparation. Um, backing into that, we went into the Bond Quaffle season. Where it was my first season of Bond. Um, played like two or three games, and then the stressy was back in my shin. Um, so I had to take a couple more months off of that, rehabbing that, and it, and it ended up draining out pretty far. Um, mentally and physically, struggled being away from home and having injuries and. You know, you come off having the best under-18s year of your life, quite a successful little campaign, and then you come into the worst season you've ever played and, and, and a lot of injuries that you're battling that you don't really know how to how to cope with. Um, so then into the back of that, went into the next preseason with the stress in my shin. Rehab that after the first five weeks of preseason, back on the track for about two trainings and then into a stress in my foot. Um, so then that one took me out of action again in that season. Um, didn't play... Had a very up and down rehab with that one. Um, just with anyone that knows anything about stress reaction injuries, they're just, you'd never know. You never yeah. know what's going to happen. It's not a clean snap. It's not a clean break. And you're like, yep, six weeks, this rehab, you're done. It's kind of like, look how it reacts to this. We don't know. We've just got to play it by ear. So that that was pretty, the unknown was was pretty hard for me. I'm a very structured and planned person yeah. and, and like want to know how I get from A to B. Um, so navigating that taught me a lot. Um, so missed the most part of that season, played half of the last game uh, with my load, came into my next Bond season, played a fair few games, got back nice, healthy and fit. Um, we got to the pre- uh, premiership game, uh, almost undefeated. And then, yep, lost, <laughs> lost, <spot>. yep, <laughs> lost that granny, um, which is all right. And then um, off the back of that, I had the stress reaction back in my foot again. So I've then missed that preseason. So this is preseason number three. Um, Missed that preseason. Uh, got back in time for the season. My first training was the week of round one. Um, made it through last season, just training once a week, playing on the weekends, couple of popping painkillers, and um, onto the field I went. So that one was one to get through. And then this this back end of that and this off season, we've just yeah knuckled down on trying to cope with this stress in my foot that. Um, we think is getting there now, yeah. um, but it is definitely still hanging around, but we're definitely managing it the best we ever have. So I'm actually going into this week doing my first week of three training sessions a week. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we've just been managing the load with that. And yeah, this is the first preseason I can ever say I've, I've completed. Yeah. So yeah. I, I actually had a quad injury in the f- second week, but that just set me back for, for a couple of weeks. And now I'm out on the field and feeling really confident in the group and, and in the players and, myself my body and yeah how I've been able to navigate all those you know I kind of feel like you know what do you got throw it at me and I'm pretty sure like I'll be able to I'll be able to do it and come out on the other end so like again nothing I would have hoped to happen but everything I've taken so much out of and I go into this season feeling mentally and physically stronger than I ever have um 
but yeah, so that, that injury navigation definitely broke me along the way, but um, made who I am now. So yeah, you'd no. be like one of the most resilient footballers <laughs> out there. And I'm sure like it brings gratitude every time that you are out on the track or you're out in a game because you just know the next week, who knows what's going to happen sort of mentality. And I just really think you can take that as a strength. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, it's great. I, um, I'm yeah very appreciative of every, every single session I get to spend out on the mm. park and little things like wearing boots, like literally just being able to run in boots. I'm like, well, I couldn't do this for 16 mm. months. You know, I had to train in runners and watch out for slipping over here and there. And <laughs> you know, got Daisy Darcy trying to break my ankles and I'm trying, <laughs> trying to stop in runners. So um, yeah, no, very, very grateful for yeah any opportunity now, like, you know, going from training nothing to once to three times a week and you hear that out loud and people go three times like that's nothing and to me that's just a massive step. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so absolutely everything yeah yeah no it's been yeah pretty pretty good yeah, yeah. well like you've touched on a couple of things that i think probably will be universal for a number of girls either coming through or who are starting off in the system you know we talk about um you talked about moving from home like obviously so for those like townsville to here <laughs> it's a very long way a um like how and then culturally as well like townsville to gold coast you know <clears throat> how did you obviously you talked about being homesick how did you try to work your way through it was there a lot of support from home like what how how did you kind of work your way through that yeah um my parents have always been super supportive in everything i've done um but I guess when I was at home, I was a bit of a rat bag and thought like I could take on the world and thought I was, you know, this resilient little human that could just, you know, move away from family and not even care because, you know, they're just on the phone. But then yeah. move down here and, and you start battling some things and living alone and you're working and then you're training and then you're trying to cook dinner and then you're trying to clean the house and then everything just gets super overwhelming and you don't understand how many pieces your family played a part in. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even little fights with my siblings, I miss like... It's just like, oh, I just wish I could yell at you and say, hey, right now. Um, but yeah, so I guess like that was tough, just realizing that like it was really just me down here. And I guess like at the end of the day, I, I kind of learned that no matter how close your friendships are, like your family's always closer. Yeah. Um, so I had some really great friends back in Townsville that I rely on and just thought that I was, like, I was just the coolest and could just hang out with them. And my family was always going to be there. And then came down here and I was like, yeah, I've got heaps of friends. And then, you know, then you're sitting there alone at night and you're, you're trying to clean your own home after you've just worked for yeah. nine hours and then you've just trained for five and then you get home and your place is a mess and you, you look around and it's like, what now, I guess? like, yeah. and, and that's the part where you're like, I just want my mum. You know, yeah. I just want my siblings. I just want my stepdad. I just want my dad. Like, And, yeah, so those were the tough parts for me where um, I was living alone for a little bit there and going through my injuries and, yeah, really realising that, like, at the end of the day – you've got you but but you've got your family as well so um that taught me a lot and I had a lot of gratitude for my family within that that point I reached out to them a lot and really leaned on them and, and they were super supportive in that um in that and, and I guess it, it did show me that I had to be super resilient on my own because they can't always be there um and yeah I guess I don't know it just taught me that the love for them um is stronger than anything so that's what I guess that taught me like that yeah, I've got to, I've got to love myself. But at the end of the day, like my family's, my family's my family, and and I need them. Um, and anyone that knows me, that's pretty hard for me to say, like that I need mm. someone else, and I need them. So that was probably the one thing that I had to swallow was my pride, and, and be like, yeah, no, I do need my family, and yeah, I really do miss them. So, yeah. yeah, no, good on you. Thanks for sharing that. That's like 
outstanding and to be able to put that together i mean do you have any tips say for someone who might be going through that like how did you manage to make that switch was it a gradual thing like did you try a bunch of stuff did you just look short term like mm. how how did you manage to make that transition um i think it was like the start it was a bit of like i've got this i can do it on my own and then it was to the point where i'm starting to break and fracture and um getting emotional but still not reaching out to them um and then them actually going like hey mate like you sound a bit different on the phone like you know and that at the end of the day that they're the people that said it like yeah. there's so many people here that you see every day and there's so many people I talk to every day but your family they just know when you're not the same um so for them to pick up the phone and be like hey mate like are you okay was when I was like wow these are the people I need in my life to help me through anything and um even if it's just a phone call to be like hey are you okay like that love that they have for me just made me love like makes you love yourself you know mm. you're just like I need to do this for me but I need to do this for them as well and you know, these people really care about me and I really care about them. So I think it was, there was probably one particular phone call and then another night here actually at Varsity Tavern. I was having a little dinner with my my mum and my stepdad and yeah, they, they were probably the two turning points for me. I had a phone call from my dad and then that, that dinner with my mum and my stepdad and they would, I was just like, wow, like no matter what, like these, these people are going to have me until the end. So I need to just really yeah. appreciate them. Just yeah. people you could like feel comfortable being vulnerable to as yeah, well and just yeah. showing that weaker side that you actually need a bit of, bit of yeah, help, which yeah. is not a bad thing. No, no, way. definitely, yeah. So I guess, yeah, just them being able to see it. You don't have to say anything. They don't have to say anything, mm. but mm. like what, that their there. presence yeah. is just like changes so much. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, let's move forward now to your full weeks of training and the upcoming season, <laughs> which yeah, yeah. very excited about. Um, I guess... <clears throat> The team's probably shifted a lot mm. at the Suns. I think that's a fair thing to say. Definitely, this year. Yeah. Um, talk us through that transition because you've been there from the start. Um, talk us mm. through where you're at now. Yeah, so um, it's been a pretty uh, emotionally exhausting journey, I'd say. Um, but it's just been really learning the industry and, and what, what us as females get to experience these days. So, um, you know, year one, you make some bonds people kind of, everyone stayed together year two, year two we made even stronger bonds and then people start getting delisted and, and shuffled out, people that I was living with, my best friends at the time, well still my best friends but you know they were like my parent figures at the time so that was quite tough for them to then move out and then year three goes, we have a successful season, we're building something really great and then the expansion like hits us like a truck so that was super really, like super really, super really hard <laughs> um, Yeah, to, to navigate um, I guess like those emotions, the, the anger towards, you know, whether it was them leaving or the club for letting them leave or, um, yeah, just the friendships that I was ne- – they're not going anywhere, but I'm going to miss them, like, like a lot. Because um, your team's like another family, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. And, and you, look, you see one go and you're like, oh, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, well, when, when, you, yeah when, when I moved away from home, like, that, that is my family yeah. now. So that, that's where that kind of ties in. It's like – where are you going? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want to be here forever, right? Um, right? So, yeah, like, come on. Yeah, stay with me. No, nah, so um, this year learnt, I learned a lot through a couple of the girls going to Port and um, one off to Brizzy and things like that. I think it was, yeah, it was just a massive um, opportunity to learn what the system's like and how quickly things can change. Mm. Um, but through that, you know, we've had a pre-season where we came into with, like, 12 less players or something. Like we had a lot... Um, a lot of a lot of gaps and then we're coming into week four weeks I think yesterday was a month to go and 
And like we're just built, we've built something again. Like it yeah. just shows me that like you know you can get hit so hard and lose the people that you thought were the most well that are the most important to you. But like at the end of the day, like we're in an industry where it just keeps growing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've we've listed some really really great humans, some really great footy players, and some really great girls. And um, oh yeah, I just feel so um, like humbled to have stayed and got through it. Um, and now coming into to the season with a, a, a group just as strong as it's ever been. And I think on field, off field, um, however we do this year, like I feel like we've succeeded just in what we've been able to reform and um, and create with, with the new bunch at the club. And, yeah, I, I really, really appreciate everyone um, that's been or, or is still at the club. Um, but it's all a part of the journey. And I think, yeah, I just think it's been a great experience. And these girls coming through now, I'm just so excited to see how we all mould together and, and mm. really form something. We're going into pracky matches. So it's about to get heated and yeah. it's about to get bigger. Yeah. excited for those. Very yeah. excited for pracky matches. So, um, you know, the official one is the Suns Geelong. Do you have any other games that will happen? Is there a couple of other ones? Do you play scratchies? Like... Yeah, yeah. So we've been doing a bit of like match limit training and things like that. I think we've got a pretty full on one this weekend. Um, usually we get our train ons and top ups, but um, Bond and Southport are versing each other. So, <laughs> so the whole of the coast is taken up this weekend by that prelim final. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll just have the umpires in. We'll be trying to play 16 aside. <laughs> no, and... you're going to say the umpires. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, we'll have a crack this weekend, just intra-club. I think a couple of coaches might chuck some jerseys on, so that'll nice. be fun. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, next week we have a have one against the Brazil Lions. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll give them a crack, and that's a bit of like a whole list roll-through kind of game just to get the cobwebs out before the official yeah. crack matches the next week, which we have Geelong. Geelong. Yeah. yeah. So, Very excited to go and watch that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited I think it'll be great. And, you know, <clears throat> I've been – Thinking as I do, <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see every year the iteration changes, right? Like you know, last year you would say, "Oh, these players are probably going to line up," and then you see the season like every year someone jumps out. Mm. Um, so mm. I'm really keen to watch these prackies and see how that goes. Who do you think, whether it's you know Suns or other teams, definitely like a couple of the Suns girls. Who do you think may stand out? that people wouldn't know about already? Like, who do you think's breaking out this year? Oh, this one's tough. Um, I reckon... I reckon um, Cheyenne Hammonds Mm. um, is is ready for a bit of a breakout one down at Port. I think she had some really, really good years here at the Suns and just built every year. Um, And, yeah, her last year, I thought she played so great last year and I was so shattered when she, she decided to move home, which is great for her, back with her family and boyfriend and things like that but I think <laughs> the work ethic and the amount of speed and talent that mm. that girl has is really 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 dangerous on the footy field so um yeah I'm really excited to see how she goes down there at Port with the emotional support of her family and, and just being able to lock into footy without um <laughs> I guess shifting a whole life yeah well a whole state away every year so Oh, yeah, I'm really, really excited to see how she goes down there. Awesome, awesome. And maybe one of the Suns girls, who do you reckon? Maybe one of the young ones. Has anyone impressed you killing it on the training track? Yeah, I think um, everyone, everyone's definitely having a hot crack this year. Um, but 
Oh, it's tough. We haven't had games yet. Oh, um, true. So, so it's tough to say. I'm to get you back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so tough. we'll book you in for six weeks <laughs> in the future and we'll get you back. And ask but you yeah, again. I think I'm keen to see how Anise Bradfield um, comes back through her rehab. Mm. Um, yeah, hopefully she gets a, a good crack at some games and I'm quite excited to see um, Jamie Stanton in her new position. So, yeah. Ooh. I'll leave it at that. Leave it at <laughs> that. There we go. <laughs> Stay tuned. Very excited. Well, um, probably just to wrap us up, um, the best story. So you've been at the club for, you know, three yeah, years. You've seen it all. You've seen it all. What's the best story that you can tell yeah. for us about <laughs> the girls. Just to give an insight because we know how kind of like how much fun you guys have, yeah. but yeah. for everyone else out there. Oh, this on or off you? Oh, you can choose. Oh. Pick your audience. Pick, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know who I can get in trouble here. Um, I'm going to have to dance around a bit. I reckon I could tell you a super recent one, which is like literally a couple of days ago, Charlie and Kindy decided to jump in the surf when it was like literally the scariest surf I've ever seen and got absolutely wrapped up in the rocks down at um, Kiri like three oh, days ago. So no. that's something a bit silly off you, but I can't, I can't get into too much. <laughs> Cause yeah, I, I, yeah, I think, I think if you know anyone on our team, those, um, those stories probably can't go out very far. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that. That'll do. That's yeah. <laughs> um, how good. Well, thanks for coming in. Yeah, we really great. appreciate it. No, no. Thank you it's guys so much. It's been great to have you. The robe um, is comfortable. Oh, so, yeah. how good. How good. That's Straight a, to the head. Yeah. <laughs> very difficult for our ego to show. Very, very difficult. Um, no, thank you so much. Your, your honesty and, and kind of openness has been outstanding. Um, and we're really glad to have you. So all the best. We'll be watching. Yeah. Um, watching with a keen eye. With a very keen eye. And um, fingers crossed for your season. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And hopefully the ropes can take off and we yeah. get a lot of people, <laughs> lot of people on the show. So, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Thank Thanks so much for your time. Boy, oh boy. You love that as a start to a segment, don't you? You know I do, but what a great chat that was. Seriously, she's so open. Mm. Um, what a great insight into the Suns program. Yeah, loves the robes. Loves the robes. I'm glad, I'm glad we got someone on board <laughs> that loves the robes. Yes. So good. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Couple next time, couple of weeks. Who's our guest? Big one. Big one. Sydney Swans. Sydney Swans. Inaugural signing. Ruby Sergeant Wilson. Woo! Oh, we'll catch you then. See you later.